Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media when it fits your schedule. Timely news for you on your time. I'm Steve Jess. On this edition, public records show the accused killer of a UA professor had a history of threatening instructors elsewhere. A surge of migrants at the border continues to swamp the system. And the UA Wildcats are bowl-bound for the first time this decade. First up, public records obtained by AZPM show alleged University of Arizona shooter Murad Dervish had a history of threatening and harassing faculty and staff at San Diego State University before his move to Arizona. We hear more on the story in this report from Paula Rodriguez. From June 2021 to July last year, Dervish continually emailed and attempted to contact San Diego State faculty and staff, even after being instructed to only contact a university police sergeant. The documents show Dervish's emails became increasingly more aggressive with racial slurs and potential threats of violence. The threats continued until just before he left for the University of Arizona, where he was supposed to study atmospheric sciences. But he was expelled for new threats he made to UA faculty and staff. Dervish is now pursuing an insanity plea for his alleged killing of UA department head Thomas Meixner. I'm Paula Rodriguez, AZPM News. A record number of migrants receiving services in Tucson is pushing Pima County even closer to the possibility of street releases. More on that story from Danielle Kamara. Data shows October saw a record number of migrants served through Pima County at more than 28,500 people. And according to preliminary estimates, November is likely to have exceeded more than 30,000. To complicate things even more, Mark Evans with the county says they're going to have to switch to a different federal funding source this month that's earlier than expected and will drastically decrease the number of people the county can afford to shelter overnight to about 700 people. We're clearly getting way more people than that, which is going to mean unsheltered releases. The daily averages of asylum seekers the county serves have been more than 1,000 for weeks. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. Governor Katie Hobbs says she doesn't plan to send National Guard troops to Arizona's southern border after Customs and Border Protection closed the port of entry in Lukeville in response to a migrant surge. CBP announced this week it would close the port indefinitely starting today in order to deal with increasing numbers of migrants crossing the border from Mexico into the U.S. Agents who staffed the Lukeville port will now help process those new arrivals. Hobbs didn't rule out sending the National Guard to the border in the future, but she said that's not currently what those on the ground are asking for. Hobbs put the onus on the Biden administration, saying CBP needs more resources, specifically more agents. With flu cases running at nearly double last year's rate, Banner Health has put restrictions in place for visitors at any of its 33 hospitals across six states, including Banner UMC in Tucson. Children under 13 are not allowed to visit patients in their rooms and are limited to waiting rooms and cafeterias when accompanied by an adult. Siblings may visit a new baby in the obstetrics unit, but may be screened for illness first. And Banner asks all visitors to skip a hospital visit if they're experiencing fever, cough, vomiting, or diarrhea. A respiratory ailment affecting dogs is causing concern across the U.S., 
but there haven't been any cases so far in Arizona. Naomi Dubois of KJZZ Radio has more. Symptoms of the illness include lethargy, loss of appetite, and coughing. Veterinarians are investigating whether the disease is caused by a bacteria or virus. Dr. Melissa Thompson is vice president of medical operations for the Arizona Humane Society. She says dog owners don't need to worry. I spoke with the state vet last week and there was nothing. And actually there was just a memo sent from the Arizona Veterinary Medical Association that uh, said that at this point we had zero reported cases. Thompson says owners can take precautions like limiting contact with other dogs and making sure pets are up to date on their vaccinations. She also recommends visiting a veterinarian if symptoms arise. Naomi Dubovis, KJZZ News, Phoenix. At her swearing-in today for a second term as Tucson Mayor, Regina Romero highlighted the city's accomplishments in public safety and affordable housing during her first term. More on that from Hannah Cree. Mayor Romero called attention to Tucson's success in combating gun violence after it became one of six pilot cities for the Place Network Investigation Program this year. We've seen more than a 75% reduction in gun violence in three areas of our city. This increased collaboration and investment is having a tangible, positive impact on the quality of life for our community. Romero also praised the success of the city's 311 non-emergency number, which she said has reduced the strain on emergency services. After taking her oath of office, Romero said she was looking forward to four more years in office and announced a new $75 million affordable housing program in 2024 to make home ownership easier for families by lowering interest rates and providing down payment assistance. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. Two University of Arizona professors have been reinstated following an Israel-Palestine lecture that led to them being placed on administrative leave. Paula Rodriguez explains. Despite their reinstatement, College of Education Dean Robert Berry says the department head will teach the remaining classes of the course in question, not the two professors returning from leave. In November, the two were placed on administrative leave after audio recordings of a lecture about the Israel-Palestine conflict went viral on social media. The class discussion was for a course about cultural pluralism for young children. As a response, the college started a new teach-and-workshop series called Educational Dialogues, meant to focus on teaching highly sensitive subjects in a responsible way using appropriate scholarly sources. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. The U.S. government is halting a long-disputed method of killing coyotes in the southwest using so-called cyanide bombs. The Bureau of Land Management says it stopped using a spring-loaded trap that explodes cyanide powder when it's triggered. It was used to control coyotes and other livestock predators in the west. The agency drew criticism from animal rights groups and even the Department of Agriculture in part for intentionally killing pets, non-predators, and even some animals from endangered species. The traps are called M44s, and they use a scented bait to lure animals in before killing them in a cloud of sodium cyanide. They've accidentally killed a family dog and even injured a teenager in 2017. Rattlesnakes are the latest wildlife generating concern as the Interstate 11 proposal moves forward. Experts say the portion of the planned highway that passes through desert land could block movement by animals, especially slow-moving ones. Roadways are known to attract certain reptiles for thermal regulation because the animals are cold-blooded. 
and that puts them at risk of being run over. Fewer snakes could mean a rise in the state's rodent population, which might create new issues related to disease carried by rats. A handful of elements are considered vital for life. Now, University of Arizona researchers have found one of them, phosphorus, in a surprising place, the far fringes of our Milky Way galaxy. Nicholas Gerbus reports. Phosphorus is generally thought to form in the furnaces of massive stars, which release the element into space when they explode as supernovae. But no one has ever found those types of stars out in the boondocks 75,000 light years from the galaxy's center, more than two and a half times as far from the center as our own solar system. But that's where Lucy Zuries and her colleagues found phosphorus. By finding phosphorus way out at the outskirts of the galaxy, we've kind of extended where the galactic habitable zone might be. One theory holds that phosphorus can also form in common lower mass stars nearing their final phase. Such stars can convert silicon to phosphorus by creating carbon-13, which falls apart and generates the excess neutrons needed. The research appears in the journal Nature. I'm Nicholas Gerbis in Phoenix. The University of Arizona football team is preparing for its first postseason bowl game since 2017. As we hear from Tony Perkins, the Wildcats accepted an invitation to the Alamo Bowl later this month. Arizona will play Oklahoma University in San Antonio, Texas on December 28th. U of A head coach Jed Fish says the game gives his team the chance to play for a top 10 national ranking. We recognize that it's going to be quite a football game. Uh, I'm excited about both teams, the way the teams score and also the way the teams defend. The Alamo Bowl has been staged in San Antonio every year since 1993. The Wildcats took part in the 2010 event and lost to Oklahoma State University, 36-10. Tucson's annual bowl game is also set. Wyoming will meet Toledo in the 7th Arizona Bowl, December 30th. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get the day's news here. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back tomorrow 